What's up, everybody? It's Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Triple F Podcast. Welcome to another episode. Today's episode is a workout Wednesday, and it is episode 176. And in today's show, I'm talking about training, which I normally do on workout Wednesdays, but I'm kind of comparing uh, two different areas of training, right? So most of us in fitness will go through kind of two phases, maybe three, right? It'll kind of go in this phase of bulking, right, quote-unquote, trying to gain muscle, uh, and it's, you know, muscle gain or maintenance or just trying to gain strength, something focused on performance in the gym, and then we go through this phase of cutting, right, or losing weight or dropping body fat or getting in better shape, right? No matter what your goals are, unless you really just have a health-focused goal, which is actually pretty rare, you probably have some sort of size-related goal associated with with your fitness plan, right? Whether it's gaining muscle, strength, losing weight, losing fat, whatever it is, there's some kind of size thing associated with that. Thus, your diet will reflect that, right? And this is not a foodie Friday to talk about diet. This is actually, uh, you know, it's a workout Wednesday. I'm going to talk about the workouts you should be doing in those separate phases. So they're different and they should be treated as such in your training. Uh, and I'm going to talk about those differences in this episode and talk about how you should switch up your training if your calories are lower and how you should add in if they're higher, kind of what my experience has been, what I do in these different phases. Today's show brought to you by my online coaching services, triplefpodcast.com slash products. Visit that if you want to do an application for online coaching. I provide custom everything. I think it's a no a one size fits nobody approach in fitness is what's right. And um, it's complete custom. So com- complete custom workouts. I won't write them until you know I talk to you. You can have a consultation included in your coaching custom macro plans where I give you the macro breakdown, meal plans, uh, meal timing, whatever works best with you. And just everything is completely fit to you, right? Which is key to your success. You'll achieve your results way faster. Now that summer's approaching, you might want to lose some weight. You might want to cut down a little bit. If that's you, head over to triplefpodcast.com slash products. I will link that in the full description of the show. As always, thank you to those who have purchased coaching from me and it's awesome working with all of you. Uh, and you know, I'm ready to take on more. I have the time for it. I believe I'm giving a good a good service, and I'm getting people results. So I want to keep that up. Uh, go check that out. That's triplefpodcast.com/slash/products. Let's sit down to today's show. Workout Wednesday, episode 176 on how your training should change if you're bulking or cutting. Let's go. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. Workout Wednesday. What's up, everybody? It's Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Triple F Podcast. I'm excited to be here with you. Excuse me. Uh, I'm excited to be here with you on Wednesday, March 21. We're getting to the end of March, which means summer's coming, right? Maybe. In Nebraska, which is where actually we're just kind of wrapping up being in, right? We're moving to Texas, uh, moving to the heat, I guess you could assume. And, uh, 
But in Nebraska, anyways, it's been more like winter than spring, and definitely more like spring than summer. So I'm not really feeling the the, the tease of summer yet, but I am feeling some spring, uh, and that's just around the corner. And that only means that summer is next, right? So if you have fitness goals, you're going to be kind of focusing on looking better in the in, in the heat, right? Whether it's tank tops, whether it's shorts, whether it's pool parties. I don't know what you guys do, but you're probably gonna you're probably gonna have some kind of goal to look better doing it, right? I really think that a lot of people's goals, uh, you know, they come down to some kind of external external motivation, which is fine, right? I think that's I think that's where everyone starts. That's where I started. That's where most everybody starts. Um, you know, even if there is a health related goal, very few people start there. A lot of people end up there, which I think is the right way to go. But a lot of people start with some kind of uh, you know, physique, aesthetic, or external related goal, like losing weight, gaining muscle, gaining strength, um, you know, getting, getting abs, improving the tone in your arms, whatever it is, it might be specific, it might be super broad, but it's some kind of goal and how you look, which may indirectly affect how you feel, right? And that might be your primary goal, is, you know, maybe I, I'm, I have too much weight on me and I don't feel good. Maybe my knees hurt, right? So I want to lose weight. However, that losing weight is also a physical goal as well, right? You have to kind of realize they go hand in hand just about all the time. So that is that is where everyone's goals will stem from, right? And I totally believe that. I mean, look at your own goal, kind of look within it and see if there's anything external that will change as a result of it. And most likely, yes. So a lot of times... A lot of times, uh, these external goals cycle throughout the year, right? This is kind of the classic uh, bulking, cutting model in bodybuilding and really the model that we're just fed by the fitness industry, right? Whether it's supplements kind of focused on these different things or maybe just magazines, workout programs, uh, even just how we're fed this mindset of needing to bulk for some part of the year, maybe in the winter, cut for summer, uh, you know, and, you know, kind of cycle this leanness, right? You put on a little bit of fat and muscle, and then you try to burn that fat off and show that muscle and you keep going in that cycle. Not necessarily the best way to do it. Um, I Maybe I'll talk about how to do that better in another episode, but regardless of how you schedule these things, you will have periods of time in your life, in your year, in your month, in your decade. I don't know what it is, but you'll have periods of time where you're going to be focusing on losing weight and focusing on building muscle, right? If you're focusing on losing weight the whole time, then you're probably going to crash your metabolism and end up with a whole host of problems. If you're focusing on gaining size all the time, you're probably going to gain some extra fat that you might need to lose eventually. So you will go in this cycle. It's just not fed to us the right way. And I'll go over that in a future episode. Today is more about the workouts, right? Today is about what do you do? What do you do for your training during these different periods, right? It's been established in these last three minutes that we will all go through different phases in our in our goals, right? And that's where it comes from. And because we go through those phases in our goals, whether it's uh, you know m- maintaining the size we have, gaining strength, gaining size, losing weight, getting lean, whatever that phase is, our eating will be the first thing to reflect that right? Our eating should be and probably is going to be the thing that reflects it first. And that might be in the method of eating more more calories, more protein, trying to gain strength, fix your metabolism, uh, maybe just maintain, maybe build some muscle. Or it's going to look like dropping your calories and 
and eating a lot lower in the amount of food that you're taking in, right? And that's strictly for that calorie deficit, which will cause you to lose weight and lose the body fat and look better or feel better, hopefully, right? So your eating is the first thing to reflect it. And I've talked about how food is a fuel before, right? Food directly affects your performance in the gym. Food is a big part of what kind of training you should do, right? And that's what today's show is all about. It's about it's about how do you adjust your training for these bulks, for these cuts, for this cycle that you go through in in your goals and in your nutrition, right? And the reason I bring up nutrition is because it's not just your goals, but the nutrition is what would hinder you from doing a certain type of workout, right? Maybe you do a and this is a bad, I'm going to give bad examples on purpose because I want to save the good stuff for the next little section, right? But maybe you do a lot of cardio and you're trying to lose weight. Uh, you wouldn't do that much cardio when you're trying to gain muscle and eating a lot of food because it would kind of counteract that, right? And I mean, like I said, a bad example because I believe that you should. Um, but and it goes the other way as well, right? If you're trying to lose weight, you wouldn't do these crazy bodybuilding workouts focusing, focusing on gaining muscle because you know you're really not going to put on muscle during that phase. You're focusing on the weight loss. So your training should reflect your nutrition. Your nutrition should, should reflect your goals. And, you know, A plus or A equals B, A equals C, B equals C kind of thing, I guess. Uh, it would be your, your goal. Your, your workout should reflect your goal, Right. That took me a long time to figure that out, how to say that, but hopefully you guys get the picture. Uh, your workouts should reflect how, what your focus is and how you're approaching it in your nutrition. So what does this look like? We go through some different phases in our own training. We go through muscle gaining phases. I'll call them bulks for the sake of a simple word, although the word is kind of misused. Uh, and then cuts, which is also misused, but just focusing on getting leaner, right? Weight loss. Those are my two words. We go through these different phases through time. Hopefully, in an ideal situation, the cut will be short, right? You're going to have anywhere from two months up to four months of focusing on that weight loss and no more throughout your whole year and maybe even never again that long, right? That would be the ideal situation. The rest would be focusing on maintenance and muscle gain and gaining muscle in a smart way. So, I'll, I mean, I, I got to go off on this tangent. I will talk about in a future episode on how this model should look, but you should never be doing long cuts every single year. If you're doing that, that means you are bulking wrong. That means you're putting on muscle the wrong way where you're gaining a lot of excess fat. If you keep on gaining the fat, trying to lose it, it's going to get much harder as you go and you're really not going to make a lot of progress. Instead, you should go through this cut one time, this getting in a good shape, get lean, not sh not shredded, not crazy, but you know, getting good, respectable shape, nice and lean for body fat percentage. And from then, you can just focus on gaining strength, muscle, and being healthy. And you know, your metabolism will be healthier that way. You won't have the stress psychologically of a diet. And hopefully, um, you know, from then on, your diets can be pretty short, right? Your cutting phases can be maybe two weeks, maybe a month, and you'll just kind of take care of business right then. So that's really how you want the model to look. But regardless, you are going to go through that model, right? Whether it's longer bulks and cuts, whether it's shorter, whatever you believe is right, and whatever you follow, you're going to have to change your nutrition to do that. And that's going to look like eating more calories in this surplus range for gaining muscle. And it's going to look like eating at a deficit, eating less calories when you're trying to lose the weight, right? So your training should reflect 
these different things, right? Because food is a big fuel source. Food is the fuel source for the gym and you should perform like you have fueled yourself, right? Think of it like a, like a semi truck, right? Like a big, a big rig. That thing is fueled up like crazy, right? That's you on a bulk that you have all the fuel you need to just go roaring down the road, right? And then maybe think of, think of your cut as more like a, a Honda Civic or a smart car or something like that. You have power, you have ability to train, but you shouldn't go too crazy hard. You shouldn't go flying up the hill, right? And powering through the mud like you would in the big rig because you don't have the same kind of fuel and the same amount of fuel and the same size as you would with the big rig. Kind of a rough example, but hopefully it kind of shows the difference in the food intake and how that can affect your performance. And that really is a thing. And you guys really have to tailor your training for the bulk, for the cut, for the maintenance, for the reverse, and just change these different things as you go. Your training, it's great to follow a training program, but it should never just be, you know, cut and dry kind of training where it's stuck to a plan with no flexibility. Your training should be probably the most flexible out of everything in your fitness journey out of your sleep, your recovery, your nutrition, everything, your workouts should be the most flexible. If you don't feel like training, maybe that's your body telling you to take a day off. If you feel really strong, maybe you push yourself a little bit more. If you're low on fuel, maybe you don't push yourself as hard. And if you're high on fuel, maybe you go a little extra hard. That is the basic model for what I'm going to talk about today. I kind of teased it. I kind of teased it in this last little section about, you know, maybe if you have more fuel, you can work a little harder. You have less fuel. Maybe you need to dial back a little bit. That is the key, I believe, to customizing your workouts during different phases of your nutrition and phases in your goals. You will go through these different phases of uh, focusing on weight loss, focusing on weight gain, right? Even if it's just strength gain, it's some kind of weight gain. Even if it's 0.1 pounds a week or a month, that is still a weight gain, a surplus period, right? It's only a deficit period when you're focusing on losing weight and have your calories drop significantly. Uh, and your training should reflect these different goals. How does that look? Well, it looks just like um, playing with the different variables of training, right? You have the ones I like to just use is the frequency, uh, you have intensity, you have volume, and uh, those are gonna have, those are gonna be the ones I'm gonna use, right? There's there's more. You can include other things like time under tension, uh, different adaptations. You can include those, but really those three are the big ones: frequency, intensity, and uh, volume, right? Or duration can also be can also be thought of that way. Now, what is frequency? Frequency is basically defined as how many times are you training, right? This would be we usually will think of it in a per week basis. How many times per week are you training? Is it three, four, five, six, seven? Maybe it's one, maybe it's two. How many times a week? That's frequency. Intensity is going to be how how hard are you pushing your body? Are you pushing your central nervous system in that training? So you're going to have it look like you know, percents of your, of your one rep max and a lift you can do. That would be an example of intensity. It could also mean your rest. So are you resting very little and really skyrocketing the intensity there and making the workout really hard, right? And then you have volume or duration, which 
you know, they're interchangeable because they're the same thing. How long is your workout? How much work are you performing in that workout? That's what volume is. So that's sets, that's reps, that's number of exercises, and that's length of your workout. Those are the big variables that you need to consider when thinking how you're going to adjust your training in different phases of your goals. So in muscle gain periods where you're focusing on, on, you know, gaining weight, gaining strength, you have all that extra fuel. So my recommendation would definitely be to, to tailor the workout for that and really skyrocket those three variables, right? You can train maybe an extra day a week. Maybe you, you go up to five days a week, um, which is good, right? And you need to adjust those workouts in a wise way. So you're not overtraining, but you do have the extra calories to throw at recovery, for that for that work right the calories aren't all just for the fuel for the workout they're also for the recovery and you're able to recover better and from more often more regular workouts if you uh if you have if you have some uh some extra calories there right you're able to recover better um also you can play with the intensity, right? You're able to go a little harder and you're able to push that number up, right? I think the intensity should stay pretty constant through both of these kind of phases, but you're able to raise that intensity over time if you have that extra fuel. So that's going to basically look like maybe you do 85% of your one rep max on a back squat. And as time goes on, you might, you know, if you're in a calorie deficit, that 85% might be the same. In a surplus, you're going to focus on boosting that number up over time. So you're really focusing on the progressive overload aspect of of uh, your intensity. Okay, so let's review. You're able to train maybe another time per week, handle some more frequency because your recovery is better, and also you're able to boost your intensity over time, which basically means just adding more weight to the bar over time and focusing extra hard on progressive overload. And then number three, the volume. This one is the one that you can really play with uh, when when you have extra calories in your system. You can really skyrocket that volume and duration of your workouts. Longer workouts are fine when, like for example, in my training, typically if I'm at a calorie deficit or don't really feel like training or I'm even at maintenance, uh, the training is going to be 45 minutes to an hour. However, I just finished a workout just now that went, uh, according to my app, like 78 minutes, and that's pretty average for when I'm in some kind of a surplus, right? I'm eating a lot of food right now, really focusing on uh, the strength gain and the muscle gain. And, you know, it's a, like f- almost 4,000 calories a day, so that needs to go somewhere. And, I mean, I have the energy, I have the endurance, I have the muscular endurance uh, to keep on working in the gym, so I take the time and I do it, and I increase that volume and duration quite a bit. I would never do things uh, like drop sets, supersets, you know, pyramid sets and doing all these crazy rep styles with high volume, uh, when I'm in, when I'm in a, a deficit, right? And let's talk about that deficit. I've already talked about the, the bulking periods, the muscle gain. What does deficit training look like? Well, you're just going to do the opposite, right? You're going to drop these things each a little bit. And what that looks like is maybe a slight reduction in frequency, which Really, I don't recommend going under three days a week. I think three days a week is a great amount to train, maybe four. Um, I personally like four, but three is fine as well and super flexible for schedules. So maybe, you know, just consider dropping a workout if you're doing five, six, or seven days a week. It might be too much for your body to recover from and you'll burn out. Um, And then in the intensity side of things, your focus should just be different. I want you to be extra intense because, spoiler alert, your, your duration and volume is going to be way lower 
in, in your cutting workouts. So you really need to push that intensity. And that means during the workout, your intensity is sky high. So heavy weights, lots of effort, and you know, you're just really pushing that central nervous system because your workouts were so short. Now you do have to kind of change your mindset during this phase because you're not going to have, you're, you're not going to have, uh, let me reword, reword that, I guess it's not necessarily a mindset shift. It's more so, um, accepting that you're not going to make strength progressions, right? And what you should really be focusing on instead of strength progressions and progressive overload that way is maintaining, okay? So you kind of need to go into maintaining mindset when you're cutting and really try to maintain that strength, which is going to make it more intense over time. So that 85% one rep max back squat that I was talking about, if you can do 300 pounds right now with that, right? And then you lose 10 pounds. If you can still do 300 pounds, you had a very, very successful cut and you're actually much stronger relative to your body weight than you were before, right? That's the goal is to keep your numbers similar to what they are and not see much reduction in strength. If you do, you might be experiencing some overtraining or actually some, some metabolic damage syndromes. Okay. So that's what it looks like. And then you, like I kind of spoiled, um, your volume and your duration way lower. Once again, that's the one you play with the most and you're going to really drop it. So not a lot of volume, not a lot of sets, not a lot of reps in your workouts, nothing fancy like supersets, drop sets, you know, higher rep endurance sets, because why are you doing those? You're doing those to build muscle and you're not in the environment to build muscle when you're in calorie deficit. So don't waste your effort and your, and your recovery effort on that. Instead, focus on the intensity and keeping your strength levels up and you're going to drop that volume way down. Thus, duration is going to fall way down as well. Like I said, about 45 minutes is a typical workout for me if it's calorie deficit. You're going to feel better leaving the gym if you're having shorter workouts. You might feel all motivated and wanting to put your body through hell as you start your cut or start losing weight. Resist that temptation, okay? Resist that temptation. Focus on the shorter workouts. Realize it's going to get much harder in that calorie deficit as you progress, right? As you hit week 6, 7, 8, 11, 12, those weeks are going to be way harder mentally uh, as you go through that calorie deficit and as you get leaner and leaner. So it's going to be good to train smart now so you don't end up falling off the wagon later. One last thing to touch on is that intensity and volume factor, right? In your training, especially during a cut, this is where people have it way backwards, which was the motivation for this episode. This is why I wanted to do this show because a lot of times I see people who want to lose weight and have a goal of getting leaner and they're in this calorie deficit, that's when they really push their training, right? That's really when they want to whip themselves into shape, quote unquote, right? The boot camps, the crazy workouts, the the high intensity interval training, all, you know, five days a week, they really start pushing it when they're in this phase because they want that fat to just fall off. You have to realize that you have to be very patient during the process. You're better off focusing on keeping as much muscle as you can and not overdoing it with your CNS. People have it completely backwards. You should not ramp up the intensity and the volume when you're in a cutting phase. You should do it in the bulking phase. That includes things like cardio. That includes things like your ab training. I see a lot of people just do the ab training when they're trying to get abs, right? Instead, 
They should be focusing on that when they can actually build the muscle. And the same goes for cardio. You should be building that conditioning base when you actually have the calories and the energy to do it, not necessarily when you're trying to lose all the fat and make your body actually less efficient, right? So that's really that's really how people have it backwards. And that's what inspired me to do this show is because I see that kind of, you know, ending up in a puddle of sweat mentality a lot in fitness and it's wrong. It's totally wrong. Your training should reflect the amount of fuel you have in your body and for your goals. That's today's show. That's episode number 176, a workout Wednesday. Workout Wednesday. Hopefully that guy's helped you. Hopefully that helped you guys on how you should kind of alter your training for what your goal is, what your nutrition looks like, and what you're focusing on in your fitness goals. We all go through the phases. We all go through the cycles. We all you know, feel like jumping ship on our goals and going on something else. And your training should reflect that, right? I think it's okay to switch it up. I think it's okay to stay healthy and look the way you want to look. Uh, but you just should be smart with your training and customize it. Once again, one size fits nobody. Don't just follow something blindly customize it for yourself. If you want to check out my coaching where I customize it for you to take off some of the workload, just go to triplefpodcast.com slash products. I will link that in the full description. Thank you for joining me on this Wednesday, March 21, 2018. My last Wednesday in Nebraska. Whoa. My last Wednesday. Um, I'll see you guys later. All right. I'll see you guys on Friday for a great foodie Friday. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.